Hi there, Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a Division of RB Oppenheim Associates. I want to thank everyone for joining me today. I'm very excited to talk about this um, because it's important for everyone who is aware of and sensitive to what is happening in the world of ADA compliance, web compliance specifically, because guys, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not just about um, <clears throat> passing a test uh, or avoiding um, penalties or a lawsuit when it comes to uh, really thinking about providing access to online content for all individuals, regardless of their abilities. Uh, I think that's what it, it really boils down to. I'm, I'm very proud of the fact that our firm uh, for more than a decade has worked with the Florida Developmental Disabilities Council, um, who is really uh, an advocate for um, the across the state of Florida when it comes to providing a, a better life with uh, persons with disabilities. So, uh, you know, the governor signed into uh, recognition resolution uh, that March would be recognized as Developmental Disabilities Awareness Month. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm very proud that our staff will be on the steps of the Capitol in Tallahassee, Florida tomorrow. Uh, we've been working on for several months leading up to this media and marketing efforts to raise awareness when it comes to um, you know, providing and, and advocating for uh, just really the best life possible um, for all people, regardless of their abilities. But when we're talking about web compliance, um, you know, I, it's interesting. I looked back at the history of the podcast and the video, and I noticed that um, in early February of this year, I did a podcast and I mentioned and, and some of you may have not kept, uh, caught that episode, but in 2018, there was a significant increase in ADA web accessibility lawsuits that were uh, filed in federal court. So in 2017, there were 100 and, or excuse me, 814 cases filed. In 2018, there were 2,285 cases filed in federal court. That is a 181% increase in suits that were filed. Um, and that number is reported by usable net. Um, I, I think that it's important to recognize that there were, uh, in that report, there were five states uh, that were the most, um, uh, the largest amount of, of cases that were submitted. Uh, New York and Florida were the major spots or, or the major states. Uh, Pennsylvania, Texas, and California uh, were also um, made the top five in terms of the, um, the lawsuits that were filed. Guys, here's what's, what something needs to get on your radar. So if you find yourself in the retail business world. So if you have a brick and mortar store where the public comes in to purchase products and goods, uh, your, uh, your industry represented 38% of the ADA 
web compliance lawsuits that were filed in 2018. If you are in the food service industry, uh, your, your industry represented 11% of lawsuits. If you are in the travel or hospitality industry, your industry represented 10%. If you're in banking or finance, your industry represented 7%. And then also tied with banking was entertainment and leisure. So what this really means is that if, if you have a bakery or a, a um, grocery store or a um, any place that people can come and buy goods or services, clothing, um, I mean, any retail organization uh, and you have a website and you talk about your products or services on your website, if you don't provide uh, ample consideration and, and accessibility tools for someone to access your website, you are potentially... A, positioning yourself to not provide them access to the content. Um, and ultimately, you're, you're opening yourself up to, um, you know, penalties or lawsuit being brought to you. I mean, think about, uh, you know, uh, food service. I mean, if you're a restaurant, uh, you know, if you're a bar owner, um, you know, if you're a hotel, um, if you are, you know, obviously a, a, a place where people come uh, as, a, as a destination point, uh, banking, I mean, you know, I mean, a lot. Entertainment and leisure. I mean, I think about bars, restaurants, sporting events. Um, all of those things are, are, are part of the largest group segments that are that were affected in 2018 by ADA web compliance lawsuits. So, I mean, the question is, is 2019, are things going to relax? Well, no, probably not. The Department of Justice is not going to probably be able to quickly uh, clear up rules and, and eliminate the gray areas. Um, I can't imagine that Congress is going to pass laws um, quickly. So, you know, we're, we're still going to, to have this issue. The other thing is, you know, that as our, you know, uh, society grows, grows in, in size and population, the number of people, uh, persons uh, with disabilities is going to continue to increase. I mean, if you look at uh, U.S. Census data that shows that um, you know, we've we've got on average, um, you know, people who are, you know, obviously, if you're in your 30s to 60s, um, you know, with a hearing uh, difficulty, uh, you you might be less than 10 percent. But once you cross over into 65 and up, uh, you know, you can go upwards to nearly 30 percent uh, vision difficulties being reported. Um, again, we're, we're below the 10 percent. Um, um, vision difficulty again, if you're in that, um, but still picking up, you know, from 18 years to 35 years and so on. I mean, the, the fact is that, that, um, you know, our society as a whole, we have lots and lots of people who are impacted and affected by, uh, whether it's a cognitive, um, uh, you know, uh, illness or, or disability, or if it's, you know, whether it's mental or physical impairment, 
Um, you know, there's a large group of people who we need to recognize them as a person and recognize their abilities uh, and make sure that we can create the best experience for them. So one of the things I want to talk about, so we, we're, we're working on several projects right now um, for clients who have, have had uh, lawsuits brought against them and they need to redo their website. Um, and so we're working with them to uh, work through some of these content issues and, and, and think about what are some of the traps, if you will. And what I mean by a trap is get stuck. So if a person with who's trying to utilize um, you know, screen reader technology, and I don't mean that it's literally reading the, the words on the screen. I'm, I'm talking more about assistive technologies that um, is determining what the content is. So one of the one of the biggest traps or, or blocks or, or areas that they get stuck on is drop down menus. So when their browser, so the biggest function for a person with disabilities, um, when they go to a website, they use a lot of keyboard shortcuts um, to be able to navigate. And so tab is pretty much the universal button to get started. Um, it's what activates um, many of the different um, computer software technologies that, that can help uh, them navigate websites. And when a person uh, encounters a drop-down menu, uh, this creates a problem because essentially they're stuck and they can't. Um, their 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 browser their browser experience stops at that point. It doesn't. It can't activate a drop-down menu. Um, so this is important. It's important to have um, a piece of technology that can open that for them when that tab section comes to that. And that kind of technology is available. And it's not a huge expense. Um, and, and it's something that we're deploying um, for our clients as, as this technology and the demand for this kind of experience online uh, has become available. So um, and again, we've got um, the accessibility tool uh, active on our website. If you're curious to see what it looks like, I encourage you to go to rboa.com. Uh, R is really be bright, online, attention, rboa.com. Uh, yeah, so if you go to our website, you'll see a little blue icon with the um, symbol on it. You can click on it and you can get an idea of what it looks like. But but drop-down navigations are a real potential issue. And, and for a website that has a lot of, of, of content, maybe you have lots of resources or maybe you have varying departments or you have different kinds of menus. If you're a restaurant, uh, drop-down menus are, are, are a very easy way to navigate and create you know, menu optimization and people to navigate um, your, your, your content. But it creates a problem if you don't have um, the right accessibility tools on your website. Um, another issue are pop-ups. I don't like pop-ups anyway if they're done incorrectly. Um, but pop-ups also cause a problem for persons with disabilities because again, what happens is if 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 I go and you and it and it requires a click for me to open up this you know menu, maybe you have some great information for me. And if I click on it, it, it creates that pop-up. The problem is I basically lose all my browser capabilities from that point forward and I can't get back. I can 
I can only um, navigate or tab through your uh, form fields uh, if, if that's what your pop-up is. And then once I submit that, a third sort of trap besides the, the pop-up itself is if one of your fields I left incomplete or didn't complete it, um, if I try to hit the back button, um, it goes, it, it doesn't take me back to the top of the form and let me work my way through it. It's going to pick the, um, the most, uh, the, the one with the most variables. That's, that's what it picks. It's really odd the way, um, that, that the, the back button works, uh, in terms of trying to figure out forms. And so, what ends up happening is I could get sent like somewhere in the middle of the form. And imagine if I, you know, have, you know, little to no sight, if I'm legally blind and I'm trying to work through a form, even a 10 field form, if you send me halfway through it and then I have to rework my way through that, that's really, really difficult um, for that person. And maybe that information that you have, them, uh, you know, filling out the form for maybe it's really vital. Maybe there's some really good information, um, and so you're you're preventing them from access to that very important resource. So I think it's really important that we understand and that we, uh, as as we should all be advocates of of persons regardless of their abilities. And especially as web developers, you know, I, I want to I want to hold myself to a higher standard. Um, you know, the same way my firm has worked with uh, the Florida Developmental Disabilities Councils for more than a decade, um, you know, to help raise awareness to, um, you know, uh, an environment and in a world where everyone is is provided access to um, whether it's products or services or content online, um, it's important. So uh, those are the things that I wanted to talk to you about today. And again, I think it goes back to if you're just catching on to today's topic, today's podcast, uh, ADA, the American uh, Disabilities Act, uh, I believe that was um, uh, enacted, um, I want to say 1974, if that's correct, Uh believe that is correct. 74, 94. American Disabilities Act, Google it. Um, you know, the fact of the matter is we, they really didn't know, you know, we didn't know how incredible the, the internet was going to be and how, how much it was going to impact our lives and, and how much we were going to rely upon it um, to find locations near us and to, um, you know, uh, find products or services um, that, that help us live everyday life. So if you're a business, if you're an organization, and, and again, I want to go back to, um, you know, these, these, uh, five core, uh, industries that were affected by the increase, 181% increase in ADA compliance lawsuits filed in 2018, 181% increased over 2000 suits. Number one, retail business, Number two, food service business. Number three, travel and hospitality. Number four, banking and finance. And then lastly, entertainment and leisure. So if, if you know someone that runs or owns or operates or manages a business like that, and you're hearing this podcast today, please, please, I hope you'll share it. Uh, I hope you'll tag them. 
um, because that's one of the ways we can raise awareness. For all of those of you who have watched and joined today, please share this video on your timeline. I don't really care. I'm not trying to sell services or, or what have you. This is really about awareness. Um, these tools that are available, whether you purchase them from us or, or directly, it, it doesn't matter. What's important is the technology is there. It can be deployed very quickly. Um, and, and we can all make sure that um, access to online content uh, is accessible for everyone, uh, regardless of, of their ability. So I want to just encourage everyone today uh, to share this, to think about this. If you live in Tallahassee, Florida, and you're going to uh, think about spend some time uh, or be available tomorrow to join us at the Capitol uh, for Developmental Disabilities Day. I hope you will. Uh, again, we want to bring about awareness and, and help, uh, you know, just really advocate on behalf of, of all persons um, who live in the state of Florida and, and who uh, we want to see um, have access to and, and, and have a quality of life um, that they should, uh, just like the rest of us. So guys, thank you so much for your time today. I, I really do appreciate it. Um, I hope that you will continue to tune into our video and podcast as we talk about, um, different strategies, whether they be uh, digital marketing, whether they are growing your business from the inside out. Um, again, I, I just greatly appreciate the opportunity. My name is Michael Wynn. I am the Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Hope you have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Take care.